Should I put my Brondies? Uh... <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, man. We're yeah. the real deal. I was going to conduct this whole interview this way. Yeah, you can do that. So I'm here, Dan Deverna, back at you with, uh, with a good friend of mine, Drew Conkle. And he, Drew is, uh, well, Drew, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, thanks, Dan. It's good to be here with you. I guess we'll call the, uh, I don't know what you're calling these, but maybe the uh, coronavirus chronicles would be a suggestion that I would give to you, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, I'm Drew Conkle, and I'm from uh, the Brondes Ford Auto Group. I'm the chief operating officer here, and um, been with the company oh, 22, 23 years now for a long time, had several different positions, and Obviously, none more trying than this new one in this new environment we're in. Um, so uh, here we are. You know, it's good yeah. to see you. How are you, Dan? Doing well. Nothing to complain about for me. Good. Yep, we are. Uh, we're learning the new virtual w world here. Definitely have gotten up to speed a lot faster than we ever would have had we not been forced to. But I think on the in the long term, it's going to be really, really good for us. It's we're we're realizing that the tools were there, we just weren't necessarily using them. So radically at best, at you best. know, at, at best. best. I mean, I've had more Zoom meetings in the last two days than I've had in the last three years. Yeah, you know, um, and it's amazing how efficient we're getting with it, and how much more, especially for us from a, a collaborative. Uh, perspective between two stores and being able to get all our managers together instead of like pulling everyone out of a store and coming together in a conference room. It's amazing. Um, I'm, that's a positive, right? Sure, the the sure. technology that we're using to communicate, you know, between FaceTime and Zoom and go to meetings and these type of communications. And then we, we feel comfortable. I feel like I'm talking to you. Like, I don't want to talk to anyone on the phone anymore, you know? Right. Um, you know, I'd rather see you. Well, it's, uh, you know, I always thought that being in person with somebody was the only way to do business. And so I would travel, you know, all over the United States to see clients in Florida and the, out in Las Vegas and Arizona and, and do all that stuff. And now I realize that uh, not only is this going to work better for those situations, but frankly, if you live in Southern, Southern Michigan, Michigan, do you really want to all the way down to see me yeah you know i mean no the answer is no now that everyone's getting comfortable with this um and that's really what we're seeing uh from an automotive sales perspective and the way we're redefining our business is do we have to have people come into the dealership to purchase a vehicle um and that's been amazing now we had tools before where you could go through online and calculate your payment and submit a credit application and we could have real time answers for you, but they, they really weren't utilized. Um, we had them available, but by and large, they just weren't utilized until now we're seeing a huge uptick with that. And then, um, frankly, it was us. Now we're pushing the issue. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, we're not forcing people to do it, but we're making sure they know it's available. Um, and we have all these tools and we're, you know, fast tracking so many more tools, you know, as we speak 
so many things are coming to make this such a better experience for a customer so that and to keep them safe keep our employees safe keep them at home um you know we're doing just like you and i are talking on this zoom call we're doing this with someone that puts a lead in or inquires about a vehicle and um we're setting up these virtual appointments like this and talking to customers one-on-one -on -one about their vehicle needs or what they're looking for then we're sending videos to the customers, uh, doing virtual walk-arounds to cars. It's amazing the technology that, that, that's been there and now we're taking that and redefining our business um, daily. And we're still evolving, we're trying to get in front of this. Because um, this isn't going away, right? You know, this is gonna be the new norm. Uh, it's like I preach all the time, I preach, you know, don't sit back and wait for this to pass and, and uh, and for it to go back to normal because we got to figure out what the new normal is going to be and um, people shopping and transacting and communicating from their comfort of their own home is going to be part of the business plan going forward for not just this business but like you said your business so many businesses you know it's just going to be the, the the way we've got to learn and get comfortable with transacting no you're good but um, so yeah, I would say that from our side of the fence, I would, would say the, uh, the, the way that we saw things move just so, so quickly from one day it seemed business as usual. And then the next day it was, Hey, we're going to shut down everything. And how did that affect you guys? Like, what did that look like for you guys when you kind of got the word that things were going to look a lot, look a lot different? What was the first reaction? And, and uh, were you the one making those decisions? Yeah, unfortunately, yes, Dan, unfortunately, <laughs> but not just me. Um, I'm super fortunate to have a outstanding team. Um, so it was a collaborative, you know, everyone pulling together and, you know, right after we got over the, you know the panic and the and the, the initial shock of like this is really going down like this and it's this big of a deal um then it's time to roll your sleeve, sleeves up and figure out what the next uh step is and for us um we initially knew business was going to be um compromised right away and we um went around and people were nervous at work so we um we went around and offered volunteer who didn't feel comfortable coming to work. We had those conversations with the employees. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have over 220 employees and we went around and asked, you know, who doesn't feel comfortable right now? Um, obviously we, with that many employees, we have people that have medical conditions that are at high risk. Maybe they should either work from home or maybe they're the, the first in the line of, of layoffs that we're going to do. Um, so we ended up laying off about 30% of our employee staff right away. Um, most of that was volunteer due to um, either having some um, being at high risk or medical conditions that made them very nervous about being in a retail space. Um, so we, we went ahead and did that. Then we had a small amount of layoffs that we needed to do. But <clears throat> the next phase for us was, well, let me just take a step back. We did what I'll call normal, and it's crazy to say this is normal, but it's already become normal. Um, sectioning off areas, hand sanitizer, intense cleaning. 
um, talking to your cleaning company. What are they doing? What can they do? Put another person on. Um, you know, we have we have clipboards and cleaning stations in every department, and the employees take take turns every couple hours. We hit doorknobs, common areas, you know, all the surfaces. But the other thing we did that was I don't know if it was unique, but we and are still in that phase. The remaining employees we took and we divided into two teams and um, the thought process was we wanted to keep one team at home so we went to a six days on seven days off um, and what we were able to do with that is in case we had a positive or a presumed positive uh, COVID-19 the other team was not interacting with with that team so <clears throat> it was uh, it was difficult it is difficult now to to, to produce the, the volume that we need to, and we're starting to bring people back to work now because volume is coming back. But um, I think it was a good move for us and our employees. Everyone felt safe. We had less people in the store. And then what we had was we had people working remotely as best they could. Uh, we are in a retail space. So we do, we have vehicles coming in for service. That's our volume. Um, and so no matter what, we're just trying to find new ways every day to mitigate risk. And that's what we talk about. Um, it's going to be there. We know that, um, but are we using gloves? What are we doing? Every day we talk about it. It's the common theme in all of our management meetings, all of our meetings with our employees, is what can we do? What can we do better? What didn't we see? What didn't we think about? And so right now we are still operating as two separate teams where we have parts people, we have service techs, we have salesmen, sales managers, body men, office staff, all on each team, but only a couple. So as we get through this, or we went through April, that's how we function, um, which is a little challenging. Uh, communication, we utilized all this technology to communicate and keep everyone connected, which was great because someone might have a customer that deals with them. And they're not in the store. We're not allowing them to come in the store because we don't want to intermix the teams. So <clears throat> that was our strategy for April. And I think we, as they say, sheltered and placed for April. We got through. Uh, here it is, May. And um, we're starting to see uh, business uptick. And we can't, we can't meet our customer needs with 30% of our staff in the store. So we're uh, bringing people back. We're communicating on how we bring the two teams back together to staff the store properly to meet demand. Um, it's not pre-coronavirus volume, but the demand is coming back as, you know, we're getting back to work as restrictions are starting to be loosened up. And we're seeing, you know, an uptick in our service business, our parts business, uh, new and used car sales is, is every day seems to be picking up a little more momentum. Uh, Body shops, or both our stores' body shops, are a little slow to recover. No one was driving for a long period of time. So uh, that's, a, that's a double edged sword. Good that we had less accidents, bad for our collision business, you know. But um, so we don't have a lot of repairs there. That's slow to come back. But we anticipate now that we're seeing more traffic on the roads that we'll see those fender benders and we'll be here to repair those vehicles for those people when that happens. That's what we're working on now is coming together, bringing our two separate teams together in a logical fashion, you know, that, because we need to. Yeah, as you've seen people start to kind of come back to the lot, 
Um, I mean, are, do you, obviously that had to have dropped off some, if not completely, right? Yes, our, um, our lot traffic really slowed down. Uh, we do have people coming through or coming into the store for new car sales. You know, I would say April, we were probably about 50% off mm -hmm. in, in, in sales. Um, May is definitely off to a, to a better start. And, you know, we would see people, you know, it is the age when you're shopping for cars, the average consumer spends over 13 hours researching cars on the internet. So we know they're shopping from home. And when they come in, they're typically, we know that, that they've done a lot of research. They know we have a particular model that they're interested in and, and now they want to see it. They want to drive it. They, they, they want to get in the car or vehicle. And we saw that diminished. And then the other thing that we did was we talked to the people, hey, if you want to stay in your car, that's okay. You know, that was the big change in, in, in culture here was not come in and sit down at my desk and, and let's talk about doing needs assessment and, and that kind of stuff. We went with the idea that we know you kind of know what you want. So let's, I'll bring the car up, I'll put a couple together, I'll get the keys, I'll keep my distance all those type of things, you know, and change of philosophy, but we're seeing more and more traffic come in. But a lot of it is through the internet, setting appointments or, uh, or the phones and saying, hey, are you open? Can I come in? What are you doing? And we go through, hey, you're more than welcome. Come in, please come in, but you don't need to. We can conduct this through a virtual meeting like this. We can text, email, we can send you videos of vehicles, we can we now have the uh, capability of sending uh, remote signing ceremonies uh, do the paperwork through DocuSign all those type of things which um, that really fast-tracked us to being able to do those things competently and securely so we're really happy with that and I think that's good for the consumer to be able to sign and read and do all that stuff right from the right from their own desk or home or computer you know well I think that, that I think that the future anyway uh, yeah, where you've got people wanting a little bit less interaction, regardless. You know, sure. I mean, millennials, yeah. and I mean, they don't really need some of the personal touches that we've grown accustomed to, as kind of the, now the the new old guys, I guess you'd say. Yeah. They don't need that. They don't need all that that face to face stuff. So if they if they know what they want, and you can do it without having to have a a face to face and an eyeball to eyeball. You know, and frankly, the process of, of buying a car, if it's now you have more than one way you can do it, and one of them involves a salesman walking you through that, and you like that, you can embrace that. And if you don't, then you have other options, and, and people love options, right? It's all about frictionless transaction, right? So what can we do to make the transaction less friction or frictionless? And some people still want to come in. They have relationships built with sales consultants. They want to come into the store and, and, and keep, and they're comfortable with that. And, and we're going to be here and we've taken plenty, as many measures as you can take to keep them safe. We've enlarged our, our offices. We have plexiglass up, you know, we're doing all those things to, to even if they want to come into the store, and they want to uh, talk to us about their car needs, we're doing everything that we can think of to keep us, our employees safe, and, and everyone in the dealership safe, and the customer. 
most importantly, we we want to keep them safe and feeling comfortable. So, but by and large, we're seeing a huge surge in people that aren't necessarily feeling the need to come inside to uh, to talk to someone. They're getting very comfortable, just like you and I talking this way. Um, getting very comfortable and having a, a real conversation like this, uh, sending a text, an email, videos are a big thing, you know, taking a video of a vehicle they're interested in. Um, we, just, we just purchased some 360 uh, cameras. That technology is really, really interesting. Uh, we'll have that, we're putting that, we just actually just put it up on our website less than a week ago, where now we're taking a 360 camera, placing it in the vehicle, doing a complete 360 so the customer can look, they can zoom in, they can see everything in that vehicle that they want to, especially on a pre-owned. You know, people want to see a pre-owned vehicle and they want, if they're going to be interested in it. Now that they feel more comfortable looking at that because of the technology, um, which, is, which is good. You know, it's a, it's a step in the right direction. It's been there. Um, I think the people are getting more comfortable. And I think really, you know, unfortunately, because of COVID-19, it has fast-tracked us with technology um, so many years ahead of, we were slowly moving there, and I think it just fast-tracked us, um, and people now want to to converse this way. They're more comfortable that way. Um, you know, a lot of people would get uh, anxiety about coming into a car dealership and, buy, and purchasing a car, especially their first one, so now these millennials we're providing technology that they expect, right? Yeah. They expect this. And now we're starting to get to really, really, really provide that. And, and we're getting comfortable. That's the other thing we have to learn, right? You know, and just like you, you were saying, you know, you traveled all around, you know, we did business this way forever. And now we're learning to, to really transact the right, uh, a different way. I would say a more modern way, a better way. And uh, I'm super excited about it. So you would say, if I wanted to, I could actually buy a car and have it delivered to me. And I wouldn't even really have to have any engagement with a person at all. I mean, in person. None. That, None. That's amazing. Uh, I mean, that's, yeah. that's almost inconceivable even six months ago. I, I mean, I'm sure you could have done it. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We, we might have been able to fumble through it. We, we, we probably would have had mail and, and, and everything else, but um, technically the process can work so frictionless that you can look online, chat us online, talk to a real person through chat or text or email. We can send you all the information that you require. We can uh, get you payments. We can send you credit applications. You can apply for financing. We can set you up with a finance person to do a meeting. We can DocuSign or send you through DocuSign all the paperwork you need. Before that even happens, we can set up a remote test drive, right? Where we send a, a, a product specialist to your, to your house on your schedule. They, they show up. You don't have to even come outside. We, we require a little bit of conversation so we know where you're at driver's license, those type of things, very simple. Um, show up, we disinfect the vehicle, uh, we leave the keys under the mat, call you, make sure you know we're here. We leave, we come back at a scheduled time, few few hours later, next day, and um, we take the car back, or you say I want it, 
and we send you the paperwork and then we can even do a delivery virtually. We can walk you through how to set up your phone, everything. We can do all this without a handshake, you know, which I think you guys like me and you, we miss that, you know what I mean? But by and large right now, you don't have to come to the dealership. You don't have to see anyone face to face or get anywhere near six feet to, to purchase a vehicle right now. Pretty awesome. It is convenient. That's for sure. Progress, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's amazing. So the customer experience has changed a lot and it gives them the flexibility that if you're there and they still want that, if they've been dealing with the same guy selling them F-150s every three or four years for the last 20 years, they can still go see Bill. But yeah. if they, if they want to have the experience that in some people's minds, I'm sure is a little, a little safer for certain. And, and maybe a, a little, I don't know, less hassle just depends on their perspective, but it's pretty neat that you guys are doing that. Is there anything else that you think, um, you know, as far as the, the process, I mean, I, I drive a Ford F-150 and I bought it from you guys and was happy with that experience. And it was rather simple for that. But I was also kind of impressed with Ford. Like I got a, you know, like a reach out from the, uh, is that the, the, uh, you know, one of the top guys there, like CEO. a little, the CEO had like a little video talking about like, Hey, this is what we're doing. And you know, if you're directly affected, this is, we have programs for that. We have program. So I was kind of impressed because when I think of Fords, you know, I think of that good, you know, good old American uh, car company. And I don't think of the technology of me getting like almost like a tweet saying, Hey, we're here and, and watch this video. And it was, it was a, obviously a really well done video, but very timely. And uh, I was like, wow, this is really cutting edge. Like it, and so it's neat to hear that Brondies is doing this, but also that, you know, Ford's kind of got your back and they might even be pushing you guys a little bit that way, or at least you don't have to drag them along with you through this process. No, uh, I tell you, there's never been a better time to be a Ford dealer. If you, if you ask me, couldn't be more proud to be associated with a, a car manufacturer like Ford Motor Company through this. Uh, they've done so much with tra uh, transforming their factories to produce ventilators, uh, multiple different PPE uh, equipment right now through for us. Now they're still producing face masks, hand sanitizer, um, all the stuff that we might need at the dealership that they're just making available. Now they're still providing the medical field and other fields, but now they just opened it up to us because they want us now that we're going back to work to be safe. They've made it available to us at cost. Um, it's just, it, it's a great company They, I mean, it's Ford Motor Company. And, uh, through this, I think, I think they've really done some great things. They've had some great programs with deferred payments for customers, the 0% financing. They've done some great, great things, uh, to provide a, a, a lending hand to people in this uncertain time. And so, like you said, they've done some really good things. And it, like I said, it almost uh, just makes you proud to be affiliated with a company like Ford Motor Company. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It is, it is. Good. So is there anything else that people should know about that things that you guys are doing or anything 
that's rolling out or has rolled out that we should know about? Anything out there? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's so many things that we're that we're doing, and it seems like each week we're unveiling another one or learning a new thing. But uh, right now, some of the great things that we're doing is we're gonna um, we're gonna make available pickup and delivery for all service customers as we get through this. Um, as we get some more people back to work, we're gonna pick up and deliver service customers. We feel that's gonna be a really great thing for us and the customer going forward. Mm-hmm. We think, uh, and we don't just want, we wanna make a great experience. We've, uh, we've partnered with a company, a software program. It's gonna provide an Uber-like experience. Uh, so you see that, that our driver's on his way to pick up your car. Uh, you'll be able to see him on the on a map, just like a, like your Uber. You'll watch it on your phone. Uh, he'll text you. He'll bring the car in. You'll get updates on your vehicle getting serviced. And then when we're ready, you'll get a text alert, and you'll follow the driver coming back to your house and, and uh, deliver. We'll be able to take payments over the phone, or uh, we're, we're working with a software company. We don't currently have it, but we anticipate it shortly that we'll just send you a link and you can put your credit card information and pay without um, coming into the store. We want to. We really feel like that will protect the customer from coming into the store and protect our employees from dealing with so many customers. You get a hundred, over a hundred customers through the service department a day. That's a lot of people. Now, not not all of them are here at once. They're scattered throughout the day, but still, it's just a lot of interaction. If we could limit that in the store, we're keeping a customer at home where they're more comfortable or at their business. We're keeping our people safe, uh, which is a priority. That way we can keep doing what we're doing. And that, that, that's really important to us. And we're really excited about getting this up and running full scale. We dabbled with it before, um, but we really feel like we found the right technology to help us manage that. that that's the other thing. You have enough people and then you got to manage it. Um, and the convenience for the customer Nobody wants to, we get that no one really wants to get up and bring their car and burn oil change to the dealership. Mm-hmm. As nice as, as I think the guys are and our facilities are and the waiting rooms and, and all those things, I think they're, they're, they're above par. And, but still, we know arbitrarily, no one wakes up on a Saturday and goes, man, I can't wait to take my car and burn oil change. Man, if we can provide that service to come get it for them and they can stay home and we can bring it back when it's done, I think that just takes that service level to the uh, up a notch. And I think it's what people are going to be expecting as we get on the other side of coronavirus, these type of conveniences. And um, we're, we're moving forward with, this, with these changes uh, fast. And uh, you don't have a choice. And uh, we're excited about it. These things that we've talked about, and uh, these times have just kind of accelerated all those conversations into theory now they're implemented implemented and um that's one thing the other thing that another thing that we're doing especially in our service because that's our high our high volume department our service department um we have a really really state-of-the-art disinfectant that we're using out on the service drive so whenever a car any car comes in first thing we do is we disinfect the vehicle for for the customer and for ourselves. So, cause we have a technician, a porter is gonna get in, park it, then a technician's gonna get in the vehicle. They're wearing masks and we're putting stairwell covers and we're doing all the right things. But um, we have these, um, 
we missed the entire vehicle, steering wheels, seats, seat belts, um, displays, very light mist, disinfects, uh, kills 99% of bacteria and viruses for, for 30 days. Uh, and then we're doing that um, on our remote test drives when we, when we drop them off to a customer. So actually we're, we're really happy to be partnered with a, a company out of Michigan that, that uh, helped us get up and running with this in some volume because you, you can imagine a couple stores that have high volume, any car that comes back from a customer, any sale, any service customer, they're all getting done. Uh, so we're just doing it. We have, I call it the disinfectant station. You know, we're just doing that all day long. And um, it's really remarkable to see. It's not anything I would have thought about eight weeks ago. Yeah. But it'll be commonplace, right? It'll just be, these are the things, you know, could you imagine walking in someplace uh, in the future and they're not being hand sanitizer at the, at the cashier or, you know, I mean, all these things that, that you never really thought of before, but they'll become commonplace now. People, you know, disinfecting your car when you pick it up after someone's been in it, of course. You know, that's going to be normal. That's going to be the new normal, those type of things. Absolutely. Good, good. Very good. Well, uh, I enjoyed our time. Thanks for enlightening us. Got a lot of information in a short period of time there, which is great. And uh, we didn't even have to go drive somewhere to meet each other. So, no. very convenient. You know, and I guess that's the new normal for now. But I look forward to seeing you and and going in. I got a couple bumps and bruises on the F one fifty. I got to get repaired from you guys sometime soon. So, well, we're uh, happy to help, Dan. Very good. Well, thanks for your time. Good talking to you, Drew. Have a great rest of your day. Stay safe. Thanks, Dan. Stay safe. You bet. Products and services using the following business names: Creative Financial Partners, Insurance and Financial Services, Ameritas Investment Company, LCAIC, Member FINRA, SIPC, Security Investments, Ameritas Advisory Services, AAS Investment Advisory Services, SIC and AAS are not affiliated with Creative Financial Partners. Products and services are limited to residents of states where the representative is registered. This is not offer securities in any jurisdiction, nor is specifically directed to a resident of any jurisdiction. As with any security, request a prospectus from your representative. Read it carefully before you invest or send money. A representative will contact you to provide request information. Representative of AAC and AAS do not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult your tax advisor or attorney regarding the situation. Whew. Thanks for watching.